0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Chucky Robinson pulls within 693 home runs of Albert Pujols. Several of the Reds youngsters are making the most of the opportunities they are getting, and the Vets, well, they are something. We've got all that and more on today's Locked on Reds. Let's go. You are Locked on
0: Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked on Reds with myself, Jeff Carr, and my co-host, Stephen Offenbaker. We are lifelong Cincinnati Reds fans that have turned an addiction for this team better or worse and the information for you on today's podcast. That's part of the lockdown podcast network, your team every day. Thanks for making us your first listen, by the way, we're free and available on all platforms, but on today's episode, we are going to look at a couple of different things pertaining to Jose Barrero and a decision that the Reds seem to have already made. We're also going to look at Checky Robinson and the opportunity in front of him. But first we have got to start with just, uh, A very painful game. There was a lot of reasons that last night's game was painful, and also they lost. Uh, Steve, this was the kind of night that there were two rain delays. There were so many runs given up. You had a guy that the Reds just signed make the start. But overall, when I look at this game, I say, all right, the young guys did their thing, and the veterans did everything they could to just completely wipe that out.
1: You know we we've talked Jeff about not minding so much that they're just not a good team right now, but that we want them to try and we want them to fight and put their best lineup possible out there. They did not do that in yesterday's game, and it was it was this game was conceded the moment that they signed Chase Anderson and called him up and started him against a St. Louis Cardinals lineup that is doing amazing things since the all-star break this uh, they've they've got 58 home runs since the all-star break they're they're (laughs) leading the major leagues in homers since the all-star break and you're going to bring up a guy that you signed from Kroger I just I don't understand I don't know what they're doing it's it's a problem uh for me I, I I came into this game with absolutely no expectation of success and i have a problem with the reds making me feel that way but that's a conversation for another day uh, this was not a great this is not a great look for them
0: yeah and i think that it's it's important to note that chase anderson was a relief pitcher in the rays organization this year the rays did not have him stretched out in fact i think uh, they, t- John Sadak was talking about on the broadcast last night, and that the last like couple of months, the most he had thrown was like twenty something pitches in a game, and so the Rays get rid of him, and the Reds look at that and they say that's gonna be our innings eater. What? What? Uh, 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 no. I I, I get it. He was a starter in the past, but this year he has been focused on relief pitching. So yes, it went as well as could have expected. He gets four straight outs. looks like there might be something. And then he gives up five straight runs and we forget about the four straight outs. It it was terrible. And it just underscored a night where the veterans did little to nothing in this game.
1: Well, and it's another, it's another bullpen day, Jeff and the the veteran bullpen arms, such as they are uh did not perform well the the veterans in the lineup did not perform well and you know i guess when we talk about repetitions versus results the youngsters this delivered this is the downside yeah this, this is the downside of it but i mean you're absolutely <sighs> right the youngsters in the lineup actually you know did some things TJ Friedel, Stuart Fairchild, Chucky Robinson, all with home runs in this game. And we're going to talk about the Chucky Robinson situation uh, a little bit more in depth in the next segment. But TJ Friedel, this guy. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he continues to just be an uh, another hot hand you know we've talked about this earlier in the week Jeff you know Jake Fraley TJ Friedel both guys that went to Louisville figured some things out and have been on fire and TJ Friedel for me I'm telling you what he has continued to play since coming back up in a way that makes me want him in the conversation for fourth outfielder roster spot 2023 uh yeah. he, he's fun to watch right now he 100% is, and
0: I almost feel like Friedel and Fraley, the the fur combination, in the outfield, is what has kind of led the Reds to move Nick Senzel around. Like, I think they look at them and they're like, you know what, we want to see more of them out here. We want to see more of what we have, because I think we know what we have in Nick in the outfield. And so I love that, and I love that they're taking advantage of the opportunity. Stuart Fairchild, too, he, he's such a funny case, because I think he has four hits in total since he's been called up and three of them are home runs He has like three homers in one single. So it's not as if his entire body of work is that impressive, but the little things that he's been doing like that, and you see how fast he is on the base paths and things like that. And I think he beat out a couple of singles last night. So that stat is probably old. That was something I saw after he hit the home run, but still like what you see out of these young guys, they're trying to prove something. They're trying to show what they have to the team. And kind of in the unproven versus proven argument here, we have a lot of guys who have proven that they are ineffective, especially on the pitching side, because we're looking at two guys that, God, love their hearts. You know, they're, they're, they're keeping in the major leagues. They're, they're keeping their professional career going. But I'd really like it if they did it somewhere else. Because I'm tired of watching Ross Detweiler. I'm tired of watching Hunter Strickland. And they showed why again last night because of the 13 runs that the Cardinals scored. They gave up 12 of them. Alejo Lopez didn't even
1: give up a run last night. Let me um, ask you this. See if you can make it make sense for me. In what world is it better to continue to run Detweiler and Strickland out there and send dowry Moretta back to Louisville again. Yeah. When he could be getting big league repetitions and maybe figure something out to help you down the road. Because I'll tell you right now, Detweiler and Strickland are not part of this team's future beyond this season. No, no.
0: And they're not even people that I want to see next year, to be honest with you. It's not a situation where it's just like, well, you know, maybe they've got something more to give. They have nothing more to give. They, they had nothing more to give like a couple months ago. Uh, Dowery Moretta is a dude that I still think, I mean, we, we have said this ad nauseum. He has the talent to be part of this team. The only way you figure out if he is part of this team is you give him repetitions. They're doing that with certain players. I don't know why they're picking and choosing with this, unless they're just telling us they don't think he's part of the future, which is kind of interesting because there, that means that the only reason that I can see why they are continually giving these dudes, uh, reps, and chances is because they don't believe the other guys they could be using in that spot have a shot which seems brazen for a team that isn't going anywhere anyway like i i would personally rather lose 13 to 4 um uh on the backs of young guys who are trying to figure themselves out in the major leagues than 13 to 4 having one of the oldest lineups in the history of the franchise
1: well and i don't see how in a game where you started chase Anderson, as your starting pitcher, you can say, we're not keeping a dowry Moretta around because we want to give the team the best opportunity to win. Those two things are in direct conflict with each other. You can't have it both ways. And for me, I would much rather see a dowry Moretta up here than, than what they are doing now as bad as, as bad as Hunter Strickland has been as bad as, uh, the the veterans, as bad as the Detweilers have been, you know, it, it, it's not all bad out there in that bullpen, Jeff. You know, Joe Kuno has pitched well. Reaver yes. San Martin has been very good since he came back up. Art Warren off the injured list has looked well. And, you know, and, and the big man, uh, Ian, I can't Joe. always mess up his name because, you know, <laughs> I'm American. Uh, say it for me. Ian Jabot. Thank you very much. Jabot. I always want to say the T and I know that's not right. Ian Jabot that, you know, last night they combined for just one run in their four innings. And again, this is a potent St. Louis Cardinals lineup. They are just mashing the ball. So for those guys to combine for just one run allowed, that's phenomenal in what was an otherwise dismal night for the pitching staff.
0: Yeah. And, and, those are guys that I want to see more of. I want to see more of what Joe Kuhnel has to offer to this team. I want to see more of, to an extent, Ian Jabot. I definitely want to see more of Rivar San Martin and Art Warren, because I mean, coming into this season, not necessarily San Martin, he's played himself into the conversation of bullpen pieces of the future. But we thought that Art Warren was a big piece of this bullpen moving forward, or at least he had a shot to prove that. And now he's back healthy. Let's see what he's got. Those are the guys I want to see. Don't give me any more Hunter Strickland. I'm I'm tired of that because these young dudes, and and then even you look in the field and some of that Donovan Solano booted a throw that I don't know if he just like had, I, I, I don't know what happened there. Like I can't explain how he boots a very easy. That seemed like a routine double play throw. And he was just like, no. And you're like, oh, and that opens up another big inning and just erases everything that the lineup did the inning before. And the Cardinals go back up by eight. And everybody knew that what they knew beforehand, the Reds weren't coming back. So there was just a lot of, and bad at bats by Kyle Farmer and things like that, where I'm just like, what are we doing right now? there's, There's not other guys in AAA that we could be giving the opportunity to who would be
1: doing just as well. Well, you know, Donovan Solano is an interesting case because uh, overall he has been quite defined. He's been a, an amazing yeah. surprise. He has been a great addition to this team, but he's not part of the long-term plan. He's not part of the future if you're one of the people in the extend Donovan Solano camp, it is not going to happen. He's going to go somewhere where he can start and probably uh, for a playoff team, probably for a contender. Donovan Solano is not your guy. So he's taking reps away from another player that could be learning and could be getting better. That is part of the long-term long-term future for this team. Listen, if you're, if you're looking at guys on this roster that are, that are part of the solution and not part of the problem, the answers to that question is not Ross Detweiler. It is not Hunter Strickland. It is not Donovan Solano. It's the young guys. Uh, and if, if these veterans are going to continue to play this way, Jeff, if they're going to continue to play out the rest of the 22 season with this type of effort and these types of results, I'm ready to say let's just call up everyone from A Louisville right now. Yeah, I agree. All right, do you you know what I wonder, Jeff? I wonder if the Reds already have the right person for the job of catcher number two on the roster. Uh, You and I are going to discuss that coming up. But if you want to get the right person for the job at your company, you need to head over to LinkedIn right now. As your small business grows, LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for Free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job to the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MLB to post your job for free today. Terms and conditions apply. New game day shirt. Boom. Cash back food for the tailgate. All right, Jeff, coming up the rest of the week, you are actually going to be flying solo as I have a scheduling conflict that will not allow me to be here, but I know you have got everybody covered. So uh, you're going to be talking about a lot of fun things while I'm away. I am? Uh, Yeah, check your email.
0: just kidding i knew that yeah no we're looking forward to it it's uh gonna be interesting we're definitely gonna dive into jonathan india and the streak that he has been on here recently because it's been a lot of fun but we definitely had to talk about this game last night because as we said the veterans the rookies the the young guys different unproven guys all this other stuff chucky robinson man i was so happy to see that that was a huge bomb that he hit and he hit it off miles michaelis this wasn't a nobody like miles michaelis is an all-star pitcher this season they're talking about him as the cardinals playoff ace and chucky robinson is just like i got your playoff ace right
1: here it's going into the left field seats beautiful game for him Listen, you and I talk all the time about how you cannot fall in love with this sport of baseball and how you cannot be excited about some of these situations that present themselves. Listen, nobody knew who Chucky Robinson was a month ago, let alone, you know, at the beginning of this season, nobody had him pegged to be anything special or be a part of this team. He was just another one of those guys out in Goodyear, because you need a lot of catchers to catch all of the pitchers trying to get stretched out. That's all Chucky Robinson was. And so now he's got his opportunity he's here at the big league level and in a season that is lost and it's just dismal and nobody really has a lot of joy surrounding it right now chucky robinson is that element he's fun yes. it's feel good uh he brings that back to the game for just a minute and you know he goes out and delivers a moment and i think uh you know it's been fun to watch it's been fun to 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 see it play out and then uh it gives him a moment in the spotlight and it, it, it puts him on the reporter's radar, and they want to talk to him. And uh, he did that last night after the home run. And let's let's play Chucky's comments before we get any further into this. It was awesome, man. Uh, I hit it, and I knew it was out. And then I just just went. I think when I hit it, I kind of kind of blacked out a little bit. Like, dang, I got it.
0: And, uh, yeah, I was super excited. And, and the boys boys in the dugout were really excited for him, so that was cool. But as I had to battle back for that one. Yeah, yeah it was a pretty good at bat. And, yeah, I got a pitch to hit, and I took advantage of it. Were you able to get the ball back? I was, yeah. Actually, a, um, a family from my hometown uh, caught the ball, ironically. So, yeah, they they were on the way to bring the ball back to my mom because she was here. It was actually her first game seeing me play uh, since I've been up, and they they brought it back to my mom. It was it was an awesome experience. Actually, it's like my coach's uh, brother in law from a small town. So, but yeah, uh, super small world. I didn't know they were going to be at the game, and yeah. They caught it and got the ball to my
1: mom. All right. First of all, there's a whole lot in there that I want to hit on. I want to start with the fact that he blacked out rounding the bases. Because <laughs> I tell you what, Jeff, right now I black out every time I watch this team too. So, <laughs> Chucky and I have a lot in common. I'm sure his didn't surround the amount of bourbon he consumed while the game was going on. Mine might have. But, listen, this is just fun, Jeff. I mean, come on. His mom was at – that was his first – the first game his mom is at as him as a major leaguer, and he homers, and then someone he knows catches the ball. and t- I mean, come
0: on. How can you beautiful. not be romantic about baseball? Yes, I, I got to say it. I got to say it right there. like that's And this is where the essence of this game is, and this is why it's so annoying that it feels like the Reds have kind of stolen that from the fan base this year because we get to enjoy these fun moments with the whole shroud of what's going on you know, in the wins and losses column, but Chucky Robinson himself has been such a joy to watch. I've loved the fact that, you know, in a year where Tyler Stevenson has been hurt most of the year. So we've been trying to figure out who else is going to catch all these games. And then they go and they get Austin Romine at the trade deadline and things like that. Chucky Robinson, like you said, was not part of the plan. He was not a guy that I think the Reds were ever really, counting on in their future plans, but they call him up. They're like, Hey, let's see what you got. And you know, as of right now, what is his role? Because is he playing himself into a backup role? Maybe that's something that we ought to talk about here because this kind of a home run underscores that uh, question for me.
1: Well, it's definitely worth the conversation, Jeff. Now, listen, I'm not ready to anoint him catcher number two. Uh, I'm not ready to anoint Austin Romine as catcher number two. Uh, I'm a firm believer right now. If you were to ask me to make a decision today uh, about what they should do at catcher for the off season, I would tell you they need to go out and sign a veteran backstop that knows how to handle a pitching staff that has had some success at the major league level. They need to spend a little money and bring that guy in. Now, that being said, there is a little bit of baseball left to be played this year. And can Chucky Robinson play himself into the conversation for at least the ability to compete for that job next year? Yes, he can. Can Austin Romine do the same thing? Listen, I think he's done a great job of handling the pitching staff defensively. He he really leaves a lot to be desired on the offensive side, you know, when he's batting. And so I think that creates a prime opportunity for a Chucky Robinson to slide in there. You know, Austin Romine, they didn't give up a whole lot to get him. He's, for lack of a better way to say this, uh, not that hard to cut ties with. So if, if Chucky can continue to perform, I think he will, he could earn himself the right to compete for the job in 2023.
0: I agree. And again, this is just really more about the moments for right now for Chucky, because the moments that he has built on is pretty awesome. And Austin Romine had that moment in Philadelphia, the inning after he just gets hit in a very bad spot to get hit off a foul ball, the next inning, he hits a home run. I mean, that's a great moment too. So you're not really taking these, and you're saying that the future is decided from these moments. But hey, they're they're fun to see. Let's see if they can build on them. Let's see
1: where they can carve out a spot in this roster for the future. And and fun is the optimum. The that's the word. Fun yeah. is is where we're at because. We've talked for a while now that this season is not really going anywhere. We've talked about the fact that we try to find the bright spots the rest of the way. We try to find things that we can seize upon to bring us some enjoyment in what it remains of the 2022 baseball season. And these type of storylines that Chucky Robinson's battling to to make dreams come true – that's fun to watch whether the reds have won 90 games in the season or they've won 40 games in the season those are the kind of things that everybody can kind of rally around as something that's enjoyable to follow so for me i'm looking forward to what chucky does the rest of the way to see if he can play himself into a situation where we have to pay a little bit more attention to him
0: i agree it's Kind of like my golf game, right? Like the overall golf it's game is not like good. It's nothing like your golf game, but Jeff. There is it, nothing. You know, the overall game, no, I am not, not very letting good, you tell but our a listeners shot or two. these lies. <laughs> you
1: have nothing exciting about your golf game.
0: Tell these people the truth. Every so often I hit a shot that keeps me coming back. Anyway. um, <laughs> Yeah, so that that's kind of what we're where we're at with some of these guys. And Chucky Robinson is right there in the center of guys that we are rooting for and we are enjoying the moments that they bring us. But, you know, the Reds seem to have already made a decision on another guy, on Jose Barrero. And um, I, I think they've kind of told us what that decision is. We're going to look at what the decision is and why they made it and why we might not necessarily disagree with them. That's coming up here in just a moment. Before we jump into that though, I wanted to let you know that you can follow us on Twitter. As you see our handles on the screen, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on your favorite podcasting app, it is at Jeff Carr with three F's for me. You can follow Steve at S Offenbaker with two F's and you can follow the show at locked on reds also make sure that if you're checking us out on youtube for your first time hit that subscribe button and hit the bell to get notified whenever we have a new video for you whenever we go live live is something that we are going to do more often especially after steve gets settled obviously not this week because he's going to be in transition but coming up here soon that's going to be a thing that we like to do a lot more because we get to interact with you comments questions everything that you got make sure you drop them in the comments section below Let's talk though about this decision, Steve, because, um, yesterday on the broadcast, uh, John Sadak said something about the absence of Jose Barrero. He was not in the lineup yesterday. He did not make an appearance at any point in the game. And the reason is the reds want him to clear his head. In fact,
1: he is not expected to be in the lineup today either this was a whole lot of baseball speak for them saying this experiment has not worked out. Kyle Farmer was back at shortstop. Jose Barrero is going to get a multiple game benching. Now we've seen that make a difference in players before Joey Votto got sat down for three games and then, you know, came out on fire. Uh, Listen, Jose Barrero is not Joey Votto. Let's talk for just a moment about what the Jose Barrero experiment has looked like. Jeff uh, since his call up in 2022 we do have to talk about it for just a second uh this season 2022 a wins above replacement of negative 1.2 for jose burrow uh listen it's like in that's three not, weeks that's not that's good like, that ugh. is not good jeff it gets worse if you want to talk about uh ops oh plus which is a very good quick and dirty measure of how a guy is performing when compared to the league Jose Barrero, OPS plus 14, Jeffrey. That's one four. It's <laughs> terrible. Um, I, I wanted better. I was the number one advocate for let's talk about repetition versus results. But I'm starting to to really question whether or not Jose Barrero is going to be the guy moving forward. And it's very easy to quickly pull the plug on him when you look at what's coming through the Reds minor league system.
0: Yeah. And and the thing about repetition uh, without repercussion is that his repetitions have become quite repetitive. Like we, we know what's going to happen. A pitcher is going to come in. He's going to throw either an inside fastball that Barrero can't hit, but he will swing at, or he will throw a low and away breaking ball that Barrero cannot hit but he will swing it. In fact, I remember seeing it multiple different times, especially in New York and in Philadelphia, where you have a right-handed pitcher going up against him. They will throw him three straight breaking balls low and away. He will swing at two of them. He will look at one of them. Then that pitcher will come back and throw a fourth breaking ball low and away, and he will swing at it every time. He swings at three out of four of them, a.k.a. he strikes out All you got to do is throw a breaking ball alone away. And until he fixes that part of his game, until he can recognize that breaking ball that he's not going to hit with a shovel and why he's swinging at it, uh, he's never going to go anywhere. And the fact that, you know, we always talk about small sample size and, and what sample size constitutes confidence I think that the eye test also comes into this and the eye test is showing me that the stats are only part of the story as to
1: how bad he's looked at the plate. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, for me, Jeff, this is, you know, the late great Yogi Berra. I hear him in my head saying "It's deja vu all over again, because everything that you just said is the exact, Same things. I mean, you can interchange the the phrase Jose Barrero with Aristides Aquino. It's exactly the same. These are the exact same problems, the exact same things we said. And they also have the exact same upside. They can be elite defenders, they can occasionally run into one for power. But at the end of the day, they just can't hit the breaking pitch low and away. And as long as that remains true for both of those guys, they have no business being considered for a full-time job in the Reds lineup right now, never mind moving forward into 2023 and beyond.
0: Yeah, it's not even a situation that we're like, well, you know, we want to see more. And I think the Reds are even saying that. They're just like, do we want to see more of this? And I think that they're going to. I think after this break, they'll bring him back, see what they can give him as far as everyday playing time. But they made an announcement whenever they brought him up. He is our shortstop every day from now until the end of the season. They've already broken that announcement,
1: and that is telling. It is, and it makes some things make sense as well. It makes the fact that Nick Senzel has been taking infield and got a start at third base and is being considered for super utility, it makes that make sense. Uh, If they were to bring up Spencer Steer for a September call-up, it would make sense with him playing third base farmer moving back to shortstop and the Barrero experiment coming to a screeching halt. That would yeah. make sense. Uh, there, there's a lot of pieces aligning right now that makes me agree with you that Jose Barro is in trouble.
0: And it sucks because I wanted him. I mean, obviously we want every prospect to pan out, but particularly for Barrero, because his journey has been one of such tumultuous nature and that he's done with, he's, he's dealt with injuries. He's dealt with a lot of struggles in the minor leagues where it was like, why was he down there anyway? Why isn't he in the major leagues? And then they bring him up in the middle of his struggles. And this is something that I was texting about with our friend uh, Doug Gray the other day. It was just like, they really did him dirty in that it was like, okay, well, you're struggling triple a now's the time when we're gonna call you up and say sink or swim kid it's like boy oh boy it's like taking a thing you know i don't know it's like taking freaking uh batteries out of
1: your microphone and saying all right let's see what you got like it's just not gonna work and you know there's another piece of this and this is not in our notes and i love doing this to you but you look at that and it's easy to just blame the player. And I think that there is some, some blame to point right back at the Reds and the front office and the way they've handled things over the last few years, there's been a real lack of, of consistency with what they've done with some of these young guys. And we saw it back into how they handled Nixon's and We've seen it with how they've handled Barrero. And I think, you know, do, do the Reds and the front office bear a little bit of responsibility for potentially having derailed some progress? Yeah. I think they do. But at the end of the day, they also turned around and told Jose, here's your opportunity. And he hasn't just been able to deliver.
0: Right. I, I think this is this is definitely one of those things where it's not like, you know, we we like to call out the organization when they make a bad decision. But this isn't something where I put all the blame on them. I mean, at, at some point, Jose Barrero does have to sink or swim. He has to perform. But I do think that this is a case where you look at how the team was ran under Dick Williams. And then once he left, how the team changed overnight, how they were running things and how it was like, okay, now we're getting rid of this. We're not paying for this. And and what was the big message? Whenever Dick Williams was here, we have organizational continuity from me down to David Bell, down to the minor leagues. We are all of one plan and one strategy. And and they still try to tell us that, but I feel like this was a situation where they called up Jose Barrero and David Bell was probably in Nick Crawl's ear like he ain't ready. He ain't gonna do it. And then he's, he's out there struggling, and now they've probably relinquished, and, and David Bell's like, look, we are doing him a disservice by running him out there every day and expecting him to do the same exact things and get better. Like, he's got to change some things, and hopefully that's what they're doing with this break here. They're like, this is how we fix this.
1: And, and honestly, Jeff, if, if I have to pick one prospect to look at for the month of September, I would much rather them call up Spencer Steer give him the third base job. If Kyle farmer, if that means Kyle farmer is the shortstop, the rest of the way I'm okay with that Uh, because I think I've seen enough of Barrero now to make me want a look at Spencer steer before we get to 2023. I agree. And, And
0: like you said, there is a myriad of shortstop talent behind him. This is a tough scenario for Jose Barrero in that everything has gone so wrong so fast since he's been called up because he is looking at a loaded lineup of possible shortstops behind him.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think that is probably a great spot to go ahead and wrap it up for today, Jeff. Uh, Again, uh, you've got the helm the rest of the way this week. So look forward to hearing what it is you have to say uh, as we continue to watch the Reds play out the week against the Cardinals and uh, this long homestand that they are on. Uh, thanks to everybody for making Locked On Reds your first listen of the day. Now, make the Locked On MLB podcast your second listen. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings you humor, passion, and his unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked On MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Jeff, it's you the rest of the way this week. What can the people count on from you uh, as I am getting my stuff settled here in Hawaii? You can count on me taking the con. You can
0: count on me plotting a course, making it so, and keeping you engaged. Because I'm going to keep you locked on, Reds, every single day.